RVFTA's Campground of the Week is sponsored by Jayco. To view their complete line of RVs, visit jayco.com. And by Yogi Bear's Jellystone Park Camp Resorts. To find a campground near you, visit campjellystone.com. And by Blackstone Products. To see their complete line of griddles and accessories, visit them at blackstoneproducts.com. America the Beautiful. There is adventure to be found around every corner. And there is no better way to explore it than by staying at one of our country's 14,000 campgrounds. Our team of correspondents will guide you to the best places to park your rig or pitch your tent. On each week's episode, we'll give a complete review of one campground, location, activities, amenities, best sites, and tons of other insider intel. Plus, we'll talk about regional highlights, food, culture, attractions, family fun, and all things great outdoors. From the East Coast to the West Coast, and from the Great Lakes to the Mississippi Delta, it's time to hit the open road with RVFTA's Campground of the Week. Our Kentucky correspondent is Casita Dean. Casita Dean is a professor and head of the Department of Social Work at Western Kentucky University. Laura and Dean have been married for 34 years and have two young adult daughters, Natalie and Claire. In their journey to the empty nest, Laura and Dean discovered the RVing lifestyle and culture. In a series of fortunate events, they purchased a new-to-them 2005 Casita 17-foot Freedom Deluxe Egg Camper in the fall of 2015. They are particularly particularly fond of attending egg rallies for RVers that own molded fiberglass RVs. They also travel with Gibbs, the Mississippi Maltese. Welcome back to the show, Casita Dean. Hey, it's good to be here. Oh, it is great to have you. I know that Jeremy is devastated that he's missing an episode that we're recording with you, but he had to be away for work. So we're just hanging out today. Uh, Well, that sounds good. I'm sure duty calls. It does. It does. Yeah, sometimes that happens and we just, I just have to pinch hit without him. All right. So before we dive into your campground review, we want to thank our sponsor, Yogi Bear's Jellystone Parks. They have everything your family needs to make long lasting camping memories. For RV enthusiasts, cabin dwellers, or tent campers, Jellystone Parks have first-rate accommodations, amenities, and activities. Water zones, mini golf, wagon rides, themed weekends, and of course, appearances from Yogi Bear and friends, you'll find that family fun is the main attraction at Jellystone Campgrounds. And with over 80 locations in the United States and Canada, you can have a quality camping experience that's also close to home. Visit CampJellystone.com to find a Jellystone Park near you. Now, Dean, we're going to be talking about some resort camping this week, but it's a little bit different than the resort camping you might find at some Jellystone locations. Tell us where we're headed to. Uh, We are heading to Crossing Creeks RV Resort and Spa. Sounds fancy. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, yes, yes. I love the name and it's located in the beautiful area of Northeast Georgia. Now tell everybody a little bit more about this area of Northeast Georgia, because um, I I know that a lot of people, when they think Georgia, they don't necessarily think of this little corner that a lot of people think is close to heaven. 
Right. And, and to tell the truth, for Laura and I, in our third season of RVing, Northeast Georgia or North Georgia has become one of our favorite uh, camping areas. We've been there uh, two or three times now. This was uh, was our first time at this particular uh, at, at Crossing Creeks. And this particular uh, campground is about 20 minutes south of the North Carolina-Georgia border. It's about two and a half hours south of Knoxville about two hours east of Chattanooga, and about two hours north of Atlanta. So it's pretty easy to get to, and the drive there is absolutely uh, gorgeous. And the mountains of, of, of northern Georgia, northeast Georgia, it's, you know, it's kind of one of those things, if you've been to the Smokies and uh, you've been to Gatlinburg, Pigeon Forge, that type of area, this area is just is, is like that, but much, much, much less crowded and much less developed. But yet there's still plenty of things to, to see and do. Yeah. And I've just you know, heard people rave about this region. We've been through it, but we've never spent a lot of time there and we're really looking forward to it. But I know it's a vacation destination for a lot of people in those surrounding kind of, you know, more urban areas. And so this campground, um, you know, it falls into a category that we mentioned a couple of weeks ago on our um, 11 RV resorts episode that we did. It's a little bit different in that it is part of this new resort resort trend. Um, But it also offers people the opportunity, like some of the campgrounds on that list, for people to buy campsites, you know, as a piece of like property or land, and then through the management company, rent those campsites out to people that are passing through. So when this campground reached out to us and said, oh, would you like to come visit and see, you know, we know that this is a hot trend in the industry and we know that people love these places. So we thought, well, we can't get down there, but we know someone that can. <laughs> and we asked you guys to check it out for us. And um, so tell us a little bit more about this unique campground. Uh, well, it's it's obviously a private campground, and they have about 128 sites located on about 100 acres. But maybe a couple of things I want to just mention first that this was a little different. Probably, I would say about 60 to 65 percent of the camping that Laura and I do, we do in state parks, national forest, Corps of Engineer parks. So this is obviously a private uh, resort. And in addition to that, this resort did have a couple of things that I did want to mention. You're supposed to have an RV that's at least 24 feet long, and also your RV should be less than 10 years old. Uh, I think this would be an absolutely wonderful resort for for a couple or a family, but you may want to just keep those those specifications in in, in mind if you're going to stay there. And our neighbors across the, uh, the the street from us, they had this beautiful site that backed up to the creek, and I was talking with them. They own that site, and they even bought another site there. So they owned two sites on the campground. So you can buy a site there. And then once you buy a site, if you want to, you can uh, rent the the site out through their their management company. And they're also, uh, I would say, 12 to 18 of the sites, these uh, also have cabins that come with them, too. So you can rent the cabin. And then in addition to the cabin, it comes with a full hookup RV site, which is pretty, I, I think, a pretty cool concept. Yeah. So, I mean, this is this is a different sort of model, but we're seeing more of this type emerge in the campground. And, I, and to be honest, I mean, the reason why Jeremy and I did think of you and Laura to visit here is because it does really seem like the type of place that is going to see more empty nest 
ancestors or maybe grandparents visiting or couples than it is going to be uh, popular with families, right, that are passing through the area. I would agree. I think you, I think you nailed it. I agree with you. Uh, and it would really be the type of campground. And if I had, a, if my girls were younger or whatever, and we were RVing, go to one of the local state parks, spend X number of days, and then come to the crossing creeks and hang out, take in all of the other amenities. And there's so much to do in the surrounding area. So you've got those full hookups. You've got that fiber optic, high speed internet. You've got a beautiful swimming pool. So there's still some things I think you can kind of keep the kids entertained a bit, but it's not one of those types of resorts where it is a destination for children. It's more of a destination, like you said, uh, for, for, uh, you know, empty nesters, mm-hmm. couples, uh, you know, that type of thing. I got a chance to talk with, uh, you know, I went to coffee hour one morning and, and, you know, so I'm hanging out with all of the owners, listening to their stories. And, but a lot of them, they're talking about grandkids more than they're talking about their, their, their children. And you know what? Fair enough. And we have those people that are listening to this show. So we're really grateful that you guys are checking these places out and reviewing them for us, as well as all the beautiful state parks, you know, that a lot of that you're visiting as well. So it works out perfectly for us. But you mentioned like, you know, a creek, of course, you mentioned some aspects of the campground. Is there anything else you want to tell us sort of about the physical layout of it? Yeah, this is and this is interesting. You're in the mountains, but at this particular campground, you're right on the edge of Blairsville. So Blairsville is really easy to access, and it's it's basically flat. And but you can go outside of your cabin or your RV and look out on the horizon and the perimeter. You're surrounded by these beautiful mountains, but you're not really in Blairsville. It's they're more out on the perimeter. So it's a beautiful campground. And again, the campground, it's 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 well manicured. The lawns are beautiful and lush. If you've got a cabin, you're going to have gorgeous uh you know, shrubbery, flowers, uh, you know, mulch, that type of thing. So it's it's a, a, a nice place. And their architectural theme, everything is kind of in a log cabin theme. So all of their buildings have a nice sort of rustic log cabin uh, look to them. All right. So then what are we going to talk about in terms of pricing? Because obviously this isn't going to be your typical state park, water, and electric site. Right. Now, again, everything there is full hookups. But uh, what's going to happen is, you know how it is with most campgrounds, it's going to vary a little bit depending upon the time of the year, with winter being the least expensive. And in this particular location, summer is not peak season. Fall is peak season, so you can take in all of the foliage. So you can get a back-end site during the winter for as little as $60 a night, or in the fall during peak season, backing up to the creek would be about $85. So an RV site is going to cost you $60 to $85 per night. And then again, you have these absolutely exquisite cabins that you can also rent that I tell you, I really think is a fairly reasonable price given that you're going to get an RV pad along with your cabin. And depending upon the time of the year, the cabins are going to run $165 to $175 a night. And if you stay a week, and you know some people may even stay a month, you can get discounts for a weekly rate or a monthly rate. You know, Dean, when I saw that price for the, that cabin and RV um, spot rental, I had the same exact reaction. I thought, that's remarkably reasonable for that kind of nice setup. 
You know, and I, I, I thought in some ways, and if, if money's a little bit of an issue here, if you had a couple families camping together, you could share the cabin and the RV pad. And really, you could you could save on some money there. But I mean, we've stayed at other places that are you know a hundred dollars more expensive per night than one sixty five to one seventy five. And the cabin uh, the cabins are relatively new. In fact, our cabin was so new it still had the cellophane on the appliances that hadn't been peeled off yet. I mean, it was a gorgeous cabin. Yeah, and there's some there's a, a hidden value in the ability to have those flexible setups that allow you to enjoy the company of friends and family without like being in a hotel or something like that. So, or renting one of those large houses where everybody's like in different bedrooms and everything. So this is a pretty nice setup. Now you've given us a lot of the details about like the cabins and the RV states, but is there anything else we need to know before kind of moving on to the broader campground? No, you know, like I said, the RV sites, you know, you have concrete pads, full hookups, cable, access to HD TV, high-speed internet, and then in addition to that, if you get the cabins, you're going to get all of that. The cabins will sleep two to six people, and the cabins will come equipped with, like, appliances, uh, bedding, towels, that type of thing. And, okay, so you found that in the in the drawers and everything, there was, like, a can opener and things. Cause, yes. Because that's something that um, has, varies greatly in the campground industry and that we've been noticing a lot is people don't know what to expect cabins to provide, you know, with linens and towels. So that's nice that it's really well-stocked. Well stocked. All right, let's move on to the bigger campground area and the amenities that this resort and spa offers. What do they got for us? Yeah, now, and, and this resort offered some amenities that I've never seen on uh, on a campground that was you know, really very, very nice. One, they, they do have an activity center, but as we get into this a little more, you'll find out most of the activities are going to center more toward an adult population. They have a beautiful lodge-like clubhouse that if you wanted to even have a rally, I, I'm, I'm guessing you could seat more than 100, maybe, maybe less than 200 in this clubhouse. They have obviously a bathhouse, wonderful laundry. They do have a full-featured spa and fitness center, a gorgeous pool and jacuzzi. They even have uh, a dry sauna room, a steam room, massage rooms, professional massage services. Uh, you have a pitch and putt nine hole, a little golf course. If you want to just go up, go out and, you know, you know, practice your, your pitching and putting game. They do have some tennis courts that they I heard through the owners that they're just going to move away from tennis courts and just have them converted over to pickleball courts. And then you still have pool tables, <laughs> poker tables, card tables, and uh, and there's a, a, a nice, beautiful gazebo. And they have in the center of the campground, close to the check-in center, they have a gorgeous double-sided waterfall feature that is that that's beautiful as well. So it's it's got a nice uh, resort vibe to it. So it is truly a resort, and you know a lot of people are using that you know, RV resort phrase, but it's nice to hear a review of a place that's offering amenities that you would find in a hotel resort, right? That you would stay at. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Now I've heard you mention the high speed internet a couple of times, and this is another thing that these new campgrounds, the ones that are really on trend are advertising. So I'm guessing it's something that they're really pushing saying we have high speed internet. Did it actually work? 
Oh, yes, it did. So we, uh, cell phone service was, was no problem at all. But it's not very often that I've gone to a campground and when they, they talk about fiber optic internet. So in this, this place with the cabins and whatever, you've got high-speed internet. So it was probably as good or better than my internet at home. Love it. People will be happy to hear about that. They're probably going to get visitors just for that specific quality. All right. Now, in addition to the amenities, you said you'll talk a little bit more about the organized activities that are obviously and probably rightfully so geared a little more towards the adult population. Yes, it's geared a little more toward the adult adult population. Plus, most of the people, well, I don't know about most of the people, but a contingent of the people participating in these activities are going to be the owners. But again, I like, for example, coffee and donuts at the clubhouse. Well, one, hey, I love coffee, and two, I love donuts. So <laughs> I'm just sitting. <laughs> yeah, so that's, you know, Laura's not as much about getting up early in the morning. So I'll go and I, I spend an hour hour and a half just listening to the owners and talk about stories and backgrounds and what they did. So they have things like that. Again, I mentioned pickleball. They have yoga and cardio sessions at the uh, fitness center, shuffleboard, billiards, poker, arts and crafts. Not often have I heard of the campground. They even offer sewing, crocheting, and knitting uh, uh, classes. Uh, and then on a monthly basis, they even have activities like organized dinners out in Blairsville and the surrounding area. They'll have meet and greet, wine and social hours, or hot dogs and s'mores at the pool, organized breakfasts, potlucks, maybe either game nights, movie nights in the clubhouse, or maybe go out into the community and see a movie. So there's a variety of activities, but again, with most of that, those themes being geared a little more toward the uh, uh, an adult population. Okay, Dean. So we sent you here to get the real scoop on this campground. After your stay, what insider details can you offer our audiences? If anybody's thinking, wow, this sounds like a place I'll check out. Yeah, I think if I were to go there again, I would do uh, probably one of two things. One, if I'm going to just you know have uh, the, the the RV, I would do one of the Creekside back in sites, just go ahead and spend the little extra, just beautiful, gorgeous sites that back up to a, a, a beautiful creek, or go ahead and get that cabin with the RV pad that comes with it. And I'd highly recommend site 122. It, the cabin we were in was just, just gorgeous. Oh, so exciting. I wish I, I, I know you sent me a bunch of pictures. I haven't looked at them yet. I can't wait to look at them now after hearing you <laughs> describe it. So, all right, we've come to the part Obviously, this sounds like a great place. Did you have a nobody's perfect for us? Uh, really, and again, I have to qualify it a little bit in that you have to look at what the mission is of this resort and spa compared to many of the places that we go to. With this being a bit more adult-oriented, uh, you know, like, for example, there's, there's no camp store. But on the other hand, you're less than a mile from a wonderful, I mean, I went into this Walmart, and I, you know, and this, this Walmart was like this new full-featured Walmart, and from the campground, you can access the rear entrance of the Walmart in about one mile, so you really don't need the camp store. And then the other thing is, even they have a beautiful pool and jacuzzi, I still think that maybe a, a, a small a playground to go along with the pool would go a long way towards satisfying those grandkids of the owners or, or the kids of, of, of RVers that would be staying there. So other than maybe 
uh, a, a, a small playground to help round out the, the fun of the, the, the pool and the jacuzzi. That's, a, that's really about it. Okay, Dean, that was a great review of the Crossing Creeks RV Resort and Spa. And now we're going to break. Jeremy couldn't be here to record this episode, but he's going to pop in with a message to everybody. And then we're going to come back and you're going to tell us about the area. And I don't know, like you have a lot here to tell us about. This is an amazing area. So everybody stay tuned. Hey, everybody, it's Jeremy calling in from Tampa. I'm, I'm really sad to be missing this episode of Campground of the Week, and I'm, I'm super sad to be missing an interview with Casita Dean. But Stephanie really wanted me to hop on the phone because we are incredibly excited to be welcoming a new sponsor onto Campground of the Week this summer, and we're looking forward to kind of doing all kinds of great content with this sponsor as well. So to back up a little bit, I guess if you had told me six months ago that I would be wildly in love with a griddle, I probably would have laughed, but that's where I'm at right now. I bought my first Blackstone griddle about three weeks ago, and I have been cooking on it every single day. And it's helped me stretch past my dad breakfasts, which was about all I could do, to even really cooking some nice dinners on the Blackstone griddle. So Campground of the Week is now brought to you by Blackstone Products, and we are incredibly proud to welcome them on board. From the large 36-inch four-burner griddle to their 17-inch one-burner tabletop version, you'll find the Blackstone that's just right for you and your lifestyle. And RVFTA is going to help you pick out the right one because there's a lot of good options. That's going to be part of our mission because Blackstone is as individual as you are. Blackstone lets you cook everything you can on a traditional grill and a thousand things you can't. Get that steakhouse experience in your own backyard because with Blackstone, you can get that full-side steakhouse sear. Cook cheesesteaks, which is definitely next for me. Bacon, eggs, sausage, pancakes. This thing's the breakfast master, okay? This is the absolute breakfast master at the campground. You're going to start seeing them everywhere. But you can also do your hamburgers, your hot dogs, your steaks, your veggies, your stir-fry, your fish, your chicken wings, and just about anything else you can think of. Take advantage of up to four cooking heat zones so cooking an entire meal at once is now possible. No one will ever walk away hungry when you're cooking on a Blackstone. Join the more than 1 million happy Blackstone customers and visit blackstoneproducts.com where they always have free shipping. And we are proud to introduce the RVFTA coupon code where you can get 10% off any Blackstone products in addition to the free shipping. And we're just going to be talking Blackstone all summer I'll be cooking at the campground. We'll be doing some Facebook Lives. We'll be doing some videos. Stephanie's going to come up with some good recipes, and I'll do my best not to burn the pancakes. So welcome on board, Blackstone Products. And now I'm going to throw you back to Stephanie and Dean because i got to get back to work here in Tampa. See you soon. All right. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're here with Casita Dean, and he's telling us all about Crossing Creeks RV Resort and Spa. Fancy, fancy place that he and his wife, Laura, enjoyed a little bit ago. Now, this area is just a really popular getaway area, kind of pulling from a lot of surrounding more urban areas. So why don't you get us started? Like, What is so popular about this location? 
Okay. And again, I've probably not had a more difficult time than this particular review in highlighting what's uh, what there is to do, and mainly because there's just so much to do. Within just 30 minutes of the perimeter of the resort, there are so many things at your fingertips that you can do. And to me, at the top of the list, though, I guess in particular when I say at the top of the list, is going to Brasstown Ball, which is the highest point or the highest peak in Georgia at 4,800 feet. Gorgeous drive up to Brasstown Bald. Then you'll park in the in in the lot and then hike the last little bit. Uh, and it's a paved uh, trail up to the visitor center and the observation deck. And what you can see from that point, you can you know obviously see into other states, and it's just beautiful. So I would definitely make a a, a trip over to uh, Brasstown Bald is a is a wonderful thing to do. All right, now I know you guys always give us the scoop on good state parks in the area. So what'd you find? Uh, and just south of Blairsville on the scenic uh, US-119, you have Vogel State Park. So we went down there. We checked out the campground. We checked out the facilities. The number one reason we went there is because we wanted to go to uh, a waterfalls. You know, all of us love waterfalls. Laura really likes uh, for us to hike to waterfalls. So on this particular day, we spent about a half a day hiking to four different waterfalls. So we checked out. Trelida Falls at Vogel State Park. And on the way down, we also checked out the upper and lower DeSoto Falls. And then we also went to Helton Creek Falls. Now, that Helton Creek Falls was kind of interesting because once you get off the road, you get onto a uh, a paved road that becomes a gravel forest service road. And you get to do uh, a little bit of a fun drive. I mean, it's no, no big deal. Uh, but you kind of wonder, where am I going to end up here? And you end up in a nice little area where you can park and do a little bitty hike just over to Helton Creek Falls. So that was a, that was a really cool day where we could just spend a half a day just going to these different waterfalls. No, so it sounds to me like this is probably, we mentioned, you know, the fall season in the previous section. And I'm thinking this is probably a photographer's dream. Yes. Especially when yeah. that foliage starts popping. Right, right. And that, like I said, September, October, and November are the peak seasons uh, in, in this area of Georgia. All right. So now tell us a little bit about Blairsville. Is it a nice, like, downtown-y kind of shopping area? Yeah, it's got a pretty nice feel to it. Now, you have to remember, if you were talking to Laura, Laura's probably going to highlight the shopping. If you're talking to me, I'm going to highlight the uh, coffee uh, food and, and beer opportunities. So, and that's one of, one of our favorite things to do is to go to some of these quaint little towns. Laura will shop. We'll have Gibbs with us. A lot of these towns are very, very dog friendly in front of every one of the shops. As you're walking down the little strip, there will be a dog bowl with water and that type of thing. So Laura's shopping. I find a pub. I sit outside with Gibbs and, and, and drink a, and drink a beverage. And then I walk a half a block across the street and do the same thing again. And Laura shops for two or three hours and I have a couple of beers, you know, maybe after lunch or that type of thing. And Blairsville's got that. Uh, so while Laura was shopping, I found, uh, the cabin coffin cabin coffee company and had a, had a nice coffee, bought some coffee, uh, some, some coffee beans. And then we also, uh, we went to Copeland Burgers. 
absolutely wonderful sort of habanero cheeseburger, and I had a real nice citrusy IPA to go along with that. So, yeah, so Blairsville is a nice place to sort of shop and eat. On a complete side note, Dean, you know that I say I'm not an IPA person. Every time we talk, I am obsessed right now with grapefruit IPAs. Yes. Never thought I would say it, but I'm obsessed with the first IPA of my entire life and this grapefruit. I'm loving it. <laughs> it's going to Cit- be my summer drink. Yeah. <laughs> C- citrus and IPAs go wonderful together, whether it's a tangerine IPA or the grapefruit IPA. But I like the grapefruit particularly because I think it helps it helps to tone down some of the bitterness of the IPAs or it just complements, you know, so well. So I agree with you completely. All right. I'm glad we're, we, we could, we could do a meeting of the minds on that. Now, this area of Georgia is at the Southern end of the Blue Ridge Parkway. Am I right? And you really are also this whole area. You're at the Southern terminus of the Appalachian trail, which is just, you know, and I think that really, really influences, uh, the whole culture and, and, and vibe of this area. So this is where actually uh, people start then when they're through hiking the Appalachian yes, Trail. Yes. This is where a lot of people come and they start out down there in the warmer months of the spring, I think it is, right. and then they end up all the way up in Maine before it gets too cold up there. Right. You start at Springer Mountain or you finish at Springer Mountain there in Georgia, depending on whether you're through hiking north or south. And so it's, like I said, just has an amazing vibe to it. I just love it. So what else do you recommend in that Blue Ridge area? Oh, let me also mention probably one of the best single days, (laughs) I feel a little weird saying this, camping, (laughs) was a day trip over to uh, Blue Ridge. So we get, uh, this is a little town west of Blairsville, eh, maybe 18 miles away. And on the way there, we end up stopping at Grumpy Old Men Brewing Company, and they're doing tastings from 9 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon, which I thought was a little weird to start tastings at 9 o'clock in the morning, but who am I to you know, challenge <laughs> We're not going to judge. <laughs> We're not going to judge. So I get there probably about 11 o'clock. I have a pint. I'm talking with the owner. He's touring me through his through this small brewery facility. I buy a six-pack of the Grumpy Old Men Porter, and you know from there we end up uh, – going to a barbecue place. It was called Mike's Trackside Barbecue. We have a nice, wonderful barbecue lunch. From there, we drive just a couple of miles away. We go to uh, Mercier Orchards. Uh, it's a wonderful orchard. Uh, it, it's, it's almost the store that they have is the size of a small Walmart. You can buy, you know, apple wine. You can buy, uh, they had all kinds. They even brewed about six different varieties of their own ciders. So you had the apple ciders, uh, you could buy other types of fruit, and you name it, you could even have lunch there. Uh, we'd already had a barbecue, but you could, you could easily have a meal there. The kids would absolutely love, you know, kind of, and you can take tours of the orchard, do that type of thing. And then they also have the one thing we didn't get to do, and this is an absolute must for going back, it's called the Blue Ridge Scenic Railway, and you can take a train up to McKaysville and back, and it's probably going to take you an hour or two. They may have once, uh, once you're in McKaysville, you get off, you shop for a couple of hours, you eat some lunch, you get back on the train, and you come back. 
So that's the one thing Laura and I would really like to do the next time we go. So, and then the rest of the afternoon, Laura's shopping on the beautiful little uh, Blue Ridge Strip. And again, you know, I found fight. I found Fighting Town Tavern. Gibbs and I had a beer. He didn't. He he had water. I had beer. And then uh, we clarify, so we don't get yeah, those emails, wanna, Dean. <laughs> yeah, I just want to clarify that. And then they also had a really nice, more German-oriented. Uh, a pub called Black Bear Beer Garden. So then I ended up there. And again, most of these places, great places to eat, good pub food, you know, that type of thing. So Blue Ridge has become probably our, our favorite little place. So, and, and, and again, you're, you're talking 15, 20 minutes away from Crossing Creek's RV resort and spa. All right. So Dean, you gave us so many great food and drink recommendations in this episode. And I just want to remind everyone that, you know, you're probably not taking notes right now because you're driving or running or something like that. So don't worry, go over to rvfta.com and you'll find the show notes to Crossing Creek's RV Resort and Spa. And there will be links to all of these places. Believe me, Dean sends me over a whole like 10 page packet with links to everything he's talking about, which is why he's just, you know, a, a teacher's pet in the Army yeah. FDA world. <laughs> we love it. <laughs> All right, Dean. So obviously you just had a, you guys had like a great, to me, it sounds like a great getaway, you know, like a couple's getaway weekend, you know, with all of the perfect things, the outdoors activities, waterfalls, hiking, shopping, beer. It's like, it's like a little bit dreamy to me one day. I know that we'll get back to that place, Jeremy and I, (laughs) and we'll take vacations like this. But is there anything else you just wanted to share before we wrap it up? No, I think just the, the, the last thing, again, this is the type of place, and I just barely scratch the surface of the things that you can do, whether it's shopping, hiking, kayaking, mountain biking, eating, drinking, and sightseeing in northeast Georgia. And at the end of the day, you can come back to Crossing Creek's RV Resort and Spa. You've got a beautiful pool. You've got a jacuzzi. Maybe you need a massage, you know, whatever the case may be. Uh, and Laura and I, two of our five days there, this may sound like a bad thing, We had one day of perpetual rain, then a cold front moved through, and it was freezing. But we had this gorgeous cabin, and we had, you know, high-speed internet. We spent the day, we we binge-watched the uh, Lost in Space uh, Netflix uh, series. Oh, I heard it's good. (laughs) And I tell you what, two days in that cabin, it was wonderful. Yeah. So we had no problems with it. It was really nice to kind of have, I mean, we love our casita, but that cabin... For two days of rain and cold, it, it, it was it was wonderful. So we didn't mind at all spending two days in that cabin. Well, I want to. I think that this is a great option for some of our listeners who might want a couple's getaway, you know, place down there too. I think that this is just sounds phenomenal. So, um, thank you, Dean, so much for reviewing the Crossing Creeks RV Resort and Spa, and a big thank you also to Jaco. Since 1968, Jaco has been providing a way for generations of families to create lasting memories. Today. Jayco offers everything from camping trailers to Class A motorhomes, complete with more standard features and a longer, stronger two-year limited warranty. Jayco gives you the value you're looking for and the peace of mind you deserve. Lots of family fun is to be had around a campfire with a Jayco nearby. For more information, visit your local Jayco dealer or jayco.com. All right, Dean, we will hopefully soon see you at the campground. All right, we'll see you. 